I think I'm ready to get the show on the road. All right. Two weeks later. <laughs> I got it. Michael is Michael is stretching. He's doing his morning morning gym. <laughs> now he's uh he's yep. he's ready. In the military, we called it the daily seven. Uh, <laughs> seven <laughs> exercises that you do daily to stay good. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, across the sea is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty pretty good. It's been like, it feels like it's forever, even though we only took one week off, but it really feels like it was forever since we've done something uh, last time. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, you decided to take a vacation, and everything went in the world seemed to go to crap, and... Even more so, if you didn't think it could get any worse, it got worse. It did get worse, and I think that's something we should talk about, because there's men out there. Actually, I won't even want to call them men. These people are not men. They are just, you know, people who take what they want and uh, when they want, and that's just not good enough, Michael. That's not good enough. We need to talk about it. We need to get politics involved. We need to get laws all this stuff, we, we need to do something right now, Michael. It cannot continue like this. Um, I agree that we do need to get some stuff going on and some legislation made across the world for basic human rights in every regard, but that might not be the topic of discussion for this podcast because this is not a political podcast. This is, in fact, a gaming podcast where we talk about video games and all the fun things that we love doing within those video games, but as always, because we are a video game podcast, we start off with things we've been watching. Now, I know you've been on a bit of a break, but have you been watching anything maybe the week before, uh, since you got back? What's been going on in your world? I actually have been watching. Uh, just quickly want to mention that I uh, I finally got around to watch Dunkirk, which is a movie by oh, okay. um, Christopher Nolan. Okay. Uh, really, really amazing there's like very little dialogue in it so but it's sort of you know you know those um uh, eastern like asian uh, uh, horror movies mm -hmm. uh where they all you know it, it's not like the the hollywood horror movie where there's, where there's jump scares all the time those type of movies you know that's always like a, a, a suspense that going on in, in the and, background it just stays it, there exactly uh, and this movie does the same thing. Just it's not a horror movie, obviously, but mm -hmm. it does the same thing that you're you're constantly from the beginning to the end. You're like, what the hell is going on? Uh, you, you discover more and more, and and you get more and more. It's just a, a suspense all the way through this movie. It's so good. I, I, I'm not a I'm not a big, you know, war movie buff. Uh, uh, you know, uh, World War Two movie, uh, war movies and stuff like that. I'm not really too much into them, but this one was so good. It's 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 amazing and with very little dialogue. And awesome. it's, it's just suspense all the way through. So good. I heard that it was good. I didn't get a chance mm. to watch it yet still, but I did hear it no. really good. And I personally, I do like war movies. Um, mm. I, I kind of suffer when it comes to war movies in the sense of, um, I don't know how it is for other countries, but I suddenly get like that very 
patriotism moment going on. And if I watch a World War II movie, I want to start posting on the internet about World War II and how America sucks now compared to what those people did before us. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Let me take a step back. Uh, somebody's going to probably school me and tell me that I'm going about this the wrong way. <laughs> and then it fades away. But I do like, um, I like war movies and I like especially war movies that, um, that don't necessarily focus on the fighting aspects of the war, but that's more of the backdrop to the human emotion and the toll that it takes on on like the human psyche and the ramifications mm. of the war on the local populace, especially um, in Europe, where like the fighting was in the streets for Europeans, like it was uh, mm. front and center. For Americans, it was just like, hey we go to work while everyone's still fighting overseas. We don't see them. It's fine. So I really am interested in those type of war movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that this one is one of those. Uh, it is, but I mean, I think this is, I, I, it, it, it's very difficult to explain what, what this actually is because it doesn't really, it doesn't, it, it's not solely focused on hiding in the streets and stuff like that, but it is also, a lot of action all the way through because these all these people are fighting for their lives and mm. uh, because it's the big retreat um, in the beginning of the war and stuff like that and, and I don't know it's it's really difficult to explain I didn't really expect this I the only I mean I just went in when I wanted to watch this and because it's a Christopher Nolan movie that, mm -hmm. that I love what he's been doing and uh, and yeah and and he. I mean, he has he has his signature things that he loves to do. Something that involves time and time dilation and stuff like that. Obviously, this is something that happened in the real world, so he can't do that. But he still manages to do it anyway because we fo you follow three different groups, and one group uh, you follow is like this takes place over a week, and then the next group you follow, uh, the next few persons you're following, this takes place over a day, and then the last group is this takes place in uh, uh, in, in in an hour. Uh, but you know you follow all of them simultaneously at some point they cross each other and stuff like that but it's just different uh, time perspectives and stuff like that it's it's really cool it, it's Christopher Nolan is just amazing <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to his next movie Tenet which will be coming out very soon and I will we'll be talking about it I'm sure of it when, <laughs> when we get to that awesome um, it's cool that you mentioned like Eastern horror movies and the suspense that's built up because I've actually been watching uh, oh, quite a few. I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know you did. Yes, I did. I've been watching <laughs> some, uh, at least for me, it's considered foreign horror films. Uh, I don't think I had a chance to talk about it last time because I think I might have watched it right after that, but I watched an Indonesian horror film called The Doll, which is mm. your uh, tried and true, the doll is possessed type deal. Um, Chucky. Yeah, but a little bit better than Chucky, I think. Uh, <laughs> in a different way. In a different way. Like, Chucky's a slasher film, right? Uh, this one is more of a possession-type film. Think about it along the lines of a movie like Annabelle. Um, but it's in it's Indonesian film. It's really well done overall. Um, the story is pretty pretty it's been done before like it doesn't do anything new but it's just really well done and i like that type of approach to things there are like two more movies in the series that i have on my netflix watch queue so i can't wait to get to those um but the highlight for me has actually been a film called the train to busan which is a hmm. 2016 zombie film and holy moly this movie was so good 
on almost every level. Like it hits, it hits every note that you would think that like it might hit. Like that it has a twenty eight days later vibe, where like the zombies mm. are not necessarily like yeah they have their shambling moments, but once they get moving, like they're just they're rolling, they're running after people. Um, it has like a World War Z vibe where if a zombie or something falls down then people like the other ones are just climbing over them and you see these moments where they like flow through almost like water crashing against a wall um but the highlight is definitely the characters some of them are a little bit difficult to get into in the beginning but in such a short amount of time the movie does a really good job on showing character development and you start to feel for the main character and he starts to soften to you um after a little bit of the movie going on and the little girl his daughter is a highlight as she just gets better and better as the movie goes on and the emotions that she's able to get in like she's a young girl not like a teenager like younger than that so the fact that she was able to do some of the things that she did is probably one of the uh the best performances by like a child actor of that age that i've seen in quite a while Oh, that's cool. I've heard a lot of good stuff about that movie, so I, I might actually check it check it out at some point as well. It is definitely I don't know, I keep just the name just keep popping up here and there and everyone is, is seems to be quite happy about it. So um I, I want to check it out. But just returning to, to the dolls really quick that you're talking about, uh I I I hate dolls that moves and kills <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, uh if it's done well, I mean Chucky is just fun. Uh, I don't think it was fun when I watched it when I was a kid. I still remember that it being really, really scary. But rewatching it as an adult, I'm like, yeah, that's actually quite fun. But but <laughs> one movie in particular that did it really well I've, with uh, with a doll moving, where I'm like, holy crap, I'm 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 30 plus. This is scary crap. Uh, is uh, the remake actually of uh, Poltergeist? Mm. Uh, there's one particular scene where you just you're in a dark room and the camera is just panning over this dark room and all of a sudden you just see the doll sit there and it's it's sort of dark so you can you can just about make it out and then it just moves out of really fast mm-hmm. out of the, the the screen and and you could you can see the doll move but you can can't really see what's happening and it's just it's so freaking scary <laughs> and it, it's it's so well done that one scene it, Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh I'm not too happy about dolls that just sits there and stares at you and all of a sudden you 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 know you just know it will be in your throat. <laughs> all right, um and before I get to your next one, I will also go into one that I started last night. I started an yeah. anime. It's like a horror sci-fi-ish anime. It's called Parasite the Maxim. Uh hmm. it's actually about this alien creature which is like a parasite and what it does is that it burrows usually into the brain of its host and then it simply has two goals right its goal is to consume food and to procreate and when it takes over a human it can change their face around so that it doesn't always look the same and Hmm. it's just it's bloody because it just like it munches on people like it starts eating people but the main story is actually following a kid that gets bit in his hand by this thing like it burrows into his hand and goes up in mm. the arm and he cuts off the blood circulation by like putting like a tourniquet type style using headphones to stop it from getting to his brain because it starts to burrow up and the whoa 
Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> and the uh, the creature is unable to get to his brain, so now it it, it inhabits his hand, and it now mm. controls his hand. Okay. And it can speak to him. Like, <laughs> he's talking to it throughout, and they're having conversations, and it's really cool because, like, the creature is just this... It's like a like a Spock type deal where it's just logical in his thinking, and mm. it's, the human is talking about. I can't believe these creatures are killing humans, and it's so bad. And the creature itself is like, I don't get why you're so upset. We're only eating to survive, while you guys are killing all sorts of animals for different reasons. And mm. he, he's like trying to justify like why that's okay, but what they're doing is not. And it's very interesting. It makes you think. Um, I am only like three episodes in, but I'm really intrigued so far. Uh, okay. And it does have its anime moments. Like, you know, there's goofiness going on in it as well. <laughs> so um, I yeah. definitely recommend it if you like, like just kind of some bloody stuff. I'm not saying it's scary. It's just into the horror genre a bit in the terms of that. So um, mm. I recommend it. I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Okay, that's cool. Uh, also, to finish off what I've been watching, uh, I've been watching uh, a, a series called The Order. Uh, I've seen season one. I don't know. Do you know about it, Magna? Have you seen um, anything I've about seen it? I've seen it around, but I haven't seen anything of it. So I'll refresh mm. my memory here. Yeah, it, it's basically you follow this. Uh, 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 oh, bless Excuse you. Me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you follow this uh, guy who, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what all your different schools are. Let's just say it's. it's probably higher than high school what's after high school um so we have high school and then there's you have a choice you can go straight to college or you can do like a junior college okay so it's probably some sort of college okay. i guess uh or maybe it's even after that i'm, I'm not sorry i don't I, I don't know your crazy schools over there it's, it's college uh, is university if that's what you want to go with sorry college is university if you just want to go with university <laughs> Okay, university. Yeah, university. That's right. that probably sounds right. Yeah. I know um, Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he, he he starts at this new university school, whatever, um, and uh, there's also a secret order that nobody knows about. Apparently, he does. So I I, <laughs> I don't know how secret it is, but um, anyway, uh, this uh, secret order, and he needs he he wants to really be become a part of it, uh, and he ends up actually becoming part of it. Uh, obviously, else there wouldn't be a lot of a uh, much story there. Um, and uh, his his mother has been killed when he was young, and she was she has been killed by the head of this order, who also is his father. Um, and this is not spoiler; this is straight up from the beginning, so uh, not spoiling anything. And uh, yeah, so his plan is to just infiltrate this secret order and kill his get revenge for his mom that's basically the main story uh, but then um uh, he gets turned into werewolf as well and werewolf and the order is you know enemies so he's becoming this double agent sort of mm. type deal where he's on both sides um and obviously he he falls in love with you know the love interest on the order side and you know that you see where I'm going with this, right? This this is this type of, of, of thing, but it's actually pretty good. I'm actually quite enjoying it. I've seen the first season. It is it is maybe a little bit light entertainment, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's my it's my chocolate. It's oh. uh, it's perfect. Uh, I've I've seen the first season that uh, which is pretty cool, and 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 that's the second season out now that I uh, just about I just watched the first episode uh, with it. So um, a little bit light, but. Uh, I really, really enjoy it. It's good fun. 
Awesome. All right. Um, I'll move on to the last thing that both of us tuned into. I tuned into a bit more. I feel uh, last weekend there was a charity event called Race for Good done by our good friend Pete as well as the British Andy over on Twitch. And they were raising money for special effects, which was a which is an organization that makes peripherals, controllers and support tools for disabled kids to be able to play video games um, Mm -hmm. and means that they may not be normally able to play. Uh, Maybe they don't have arms for whatever reason. Maybe they don't have just eyesight or things like that. So they create these devices to help them. So our friends were raising some money for that and they were doing so by playing Sonic games. And I contributed a bit. I know you contributed a bit. uh, But aside from just watching the event, during the event, they motivated me to play some Sonic games because that's what they were doing. They were playing Sonic games. So I played through two Sonic games that I had never beaten before during it, which was Sonic Mania, which was the 2D Sonic game that took everybody by storm because it was actually a fan-made game initially. And then Sega liked what they saw and they actually employed the guys that created the fan game. And they said, hey, we want you to make this for like, one of the Sonic anniversaries. So they created Sonic Mania and it's a it's a great 2D Sonic game. It's not my favorite. Some of the levels go on a bit at the end, but it's still good. So I finally finished that. And I also beat Sonic Forces, which is a more modern Sonic game. And it's okay. It's nothing to really write home about. It doesn't do anything really all that new. It's short. And I like that because it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, it's a bit dark and the story is like a war going on and Sonic is like presumably dead and <laughs> it's, ah. yeah, it's a bit crazy. Uh, so other than that, I just recently beat Sonic Generations again, which was actually not yesterday, but the day before hmm. in terms of uh, on stream. So that's kind of what I've been playing, just Sonic games. And of course, Diablo 3, I'm going through the campaign on hard mode, uh, hardcore mode right now. I just got to finish up Act 5. Okay. I um, Because we've, we've been playing some Diablo and, and we want to do the, the new season. Um, uh, so we've been playing, you know, the, the good old ARPGs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and our good friend Tom, who's been on the show, um, uh, wanted to jump into Path of Exiles. And, and that's what he's doing. He's doing the, the, the new season or harvest mm-hmm. or whatever they're calling it over there. And I was like, you know, I've never really completed the game. I actually just jumped in and played a little bit and then never really returned to it. So I decided to actually give it another go. And to be honest, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little bit... I know that I'm only like a few quests in and in like the fifth area and stuff like that. But... <laughs> um, I don't know. It, there's just something about it that, that where it, it just doesn't appeal to me. I, I, I'm just having a hard time getting started. I, I don't know if it's like just a, a hump that I need to get over or, or something like that. But I'm just I don't know. I'm just having a hard time getting into it. Uh, um, I, I know that you've delved a little bit into it as well, right, Michael? Yes. How uh, do you feel? I'm along the same lines as you in the sense of I'm not that far into the game. I've never completed it, and currently I'm in Act Two. Which is mm. not that far. Like, it's a pretty long game. I think there's like 10 chapters or something like that. And yeah. I'm only in chapter two. So, um, I'm enjoying it. I like it. It definitely okay. it feels like it's somewhere in terms of, uh, 
in terms of gameplay, it's somewhere in between Diablo 3 and Diablo 2, you know? Like, it kind of fits somewhere in there. Like, it's almost like bridging a gap. Uh, mm. I don't quite know how to put my finger on it because, obviously, as somebody who likes to play ARPG games, I understand that this game, the leveling and the story may not be representative of what the actual end game is. So mm. I don't want to pass judgment on whether I like, oh, this is the best game ever or uh, this game is garbage. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I, 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 it's not like uh, I'm not judging it uh, either like and saying that don't buy it or whatever. It's just I'm just having a hard time getting getting through it at the moment. So I think- uh, hope hopefully hopefully i think i'll I'll try and just keep going at it for a little while uh, just to get a bit further and see mm-hmm. how, how it progresses one thing that i think i do notice is that um when i restarted hardcore mode for diablo it's slower paced in the beginning and it ramps up pretty quickly like you're able mm. to start killing things relatively quickly while i feel like um path of exile you are in that little bit of um i'm not killing things so quickly further into the game so maybe mm. that's it, where it is slower paced, at least uh, during the leveling process. Yeah. So. Okay. Lastly, I just want to quickly mention this because uh, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail because we'll probably talk a little bit more about it a little bit later for, for, for you know, a good reason. Uh, but I've been playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because of the PlayStation uh, reveals that we're going to talk about. There is going to... Oh, spoiler alert. I was not <laughs> a spoiler alert, but uh, that will be a, a new Horizon game yeah. um and i was like hey i never completed the original uh, i remember that it was pretty cool i remember that i had no idea what the hell was mm-hmm. happening in the game uh well why the world was was like that in the game and it was really intriguing and i wanted to i wanted to know why and i wanted to complete it i went so i went back did that completed it and uh, now i'm like holy crap this is such a good story it's so cool um i sort of want to go back and play it again just because i know i've been playing it like over three periods of time where there was has been a long long pause between each time so i know the stuff that i've forgotten um but it does luckily have you know a new game plus where you could go back with all your abilities and all the stuff you unlocked and play through it again on a, a, a harder difficulties i might actually do that um just to, to to get the the full story again um the only issue with this is it's a huge open world game and uh, the complete has taken over <laughs> and I've been doing like everything been, been sucking the map clean uh, of all small uh, collectibles and things like that and right now I'm just finishing off a bunch of side quests and then uh, then 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 I, I might have also bought the DLC that I need to play through so <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying this game. I really love the world, and I'm looking forward to to see where they're taking it next. Yep. Let's talk about that in a, in in like a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my fiance Selena, she really likes uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. She played it when it first came out. Um, I don't know if she played the DLC because the problem with playing games when they first come out is that if it's a story driven game, sometimes the DLC comes out too late, and you mm. don't want it. You're involved in other things, and you don't want to go back for the DLC. That happened to me with no. Spider Man. Uh, the DLC came out a little bit after I was already done with the game. So, uh, yeah. But as you mentioned, the PlayStation 5 reveal event happened since the... I think it had happened right when we did our episode uh, yeah. last time. What are you doing? Hold on. The cat is trying to escape right now. <laughs> oh, Selena got her. Okay, never mind. So the PlayStation 5 event happened. And 
there's quite a bit. It's that season, right? It's that season hmm. where the new new game consoles are coming out, and console gamers are excited. Uh, PC gamers, uh, exclusive PC gamers are just like, I can't believe people still play this. <laughs> but everyone else is like, if you're excited about consoles, uh, which I am, and I'm sure you are, because this was your yes. idea to kind of talk about this, then PlayStation 5 kind of had an event, and it, did. it was and a pretty decent if, event. Before we jump into all these games and stuff, I have one very, very important question, because in our household, we disagree a little bit on uh, about this very important question, the very first question that you have to ask when, you know, new consoles comes out. Okay. Um, so, you have also seen that the Xbox is there, right? They are yep. also releasing. Okay. The looks, the design of the Xbox versus the PlayStation 1. Which one is the best? Which one is the winner? Which um, one do you I, like the most? My personal preference is the PlayStation 5. I yes. like I like the sleek yes. uh, futuristic <laughs> look to it, like just like let's let's be honest. Okay, the Xbox is a box. It's a box. The PlayStation got curves. Right? The PlayStation mm-hmm. got some curves on it. It just it looks like it's coming out of the future, right? Like you would see it in the future. Uh Aesthetically, I think it's very pleasing. I like it. Yeah, me too. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of people don't really like the white version. I, I actually quite like it. I think that I quite like when when people are doing something a little bit more different than what mm. people what, what what you're always doing. That yeah. being said, though, someone did like in Photoshop or whatever make a black version of it, which actually looks quite gorgeous as well to be honest so yeah uh so yeah i'm totally on it on the playstation side as well it, it looks it looks uh it looks lush i like it yeah uh, and i'm happy that you agree with me michael and in that case <laughs> i can go tell my significant other that you know she's wrong <laughs> that's you saying that that's not me um i just simply happen to like the playstation design a little bit more uh the xbox looks like you just kind of put it up against the side of the entertainment system and it just fits there right like, um, yeah uh since we're on the design of the system uh, mm-hmm. before we get into our games uh there's two different versions of the system this time around mm-hmm. they will have a version that has the disk drive and they will have a version that is digital download only. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one are you leaning towards? I don't need the disk drive, to be honest. I don't really need it. Um, so if it's more expensive to get the disk drive in it, then no thanks. I don't really need it. Uh, I don't. I can't remember when I actually bought a physical copy of a game the last time. Um, uh no, I can't. I don't know. I, I don't even know which game that would be. Uh, I, I have the PlayStation account. I, I buy my games there. I download them there uh, onto the hard drive. So I would rather spend some money on getting a larger hard drive if that's a possibility, for instance. So that's why I, am. I, don't, I don't need the drive. So I think as of right now, I'm kind of looking it up as we go, but I don't think that the PlayStation... Okay, so it hasn't quite revealed the price yet. No. Um... My theory is that the price will be the same for both systems. Mm. But the difference will be is that one system, the one with the disk drive, might have a smaller hard drive than the one with the with uh, just digital download. I think that in order to keep the price even, the digital version would 
just have a larger hard drive space and it kind of has to uh, mm. nowadays games take up so much space on our hard drives uh, mm. it's pretty ridiculous like I have Call of Duty on the PC and that game is like 200 gigs or something worth of stuff on my computer uh, with, really? all, with um, all the updates that come through like we're talking oh. 30 gigabyte uh, updates that it puts through so it's quite a bit of space um see now now i'm looking it up because i'm just just like it really is like so much um but at the same time i don't just download games on my consoles i am more of a traditionalist when it comes to the console where i like to have the physical copies of the games Mm -hmm. so i think when it comes to the playstation 5 Unless Selena like just overrules me and says, "Shut up, we're doing this." We <laughs> then, need this game now. <laughs> <laughs> then um, I will probably go the the physical media version. Okay, okay. And they call me the old one. <laughs> I, I'm an old soul. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know, Michael, uh, uh, I was one of the ones who bought the PlayStation 4 when, when that one came out pretty much straight away. I, I had it within probably within the first week. I remember that my initial thought was, it's fine, I can wait a little bit. And then it got released and I was like, no, I need it, I need it now. And I found I found one somewhere in the store where there was actually a, only a few left because I, I believe it was pretty much sold out in the beginning. But then I got it and I was like, yeah, okay, now I have this fancy new system. There's not really any games that I want to play on it uh, yet because, you know, a lot of the, the initial titles, that was a few new ones, but a lot of the initial titles were just, you know, ports from PlayStation 3 to 4. Uh, and I was like, I already played those games. I don't really need need this game uh, again. Um, so I did feel like I jumped on the bandwagon a little bit too fast. So this time around, I know exactly when I will be getting... No, not ex- I don't know exactly when I'll get it, but <laughs> I, I know I know when I will get it the latest. Mm. Uh, and, and, and I think that's a good place to start, the first game to start with as well. But before we'll, we'll, I'll reveal that, how about you? When do you think you'll get uh, the new Xbox? Um, I don't know when I'll get the new Xbox. The PlayStation is probably a little bit closer. Um, I guess I have to wait to see what the price is. Hmm. Um, but like you, I was an early adopter of the PlayStation 4. In fact, when it was revealed at E3, I think the next day I went and pre-ordered it. Wow, okay. First mover. Yes, and I got it day one. I still have that PlayStation 4. It still runs. It's still perfectly Mm. fine. Um, Mm. I don't know if I'll do that this time around, but Mm. it is a possibility. Um, The only problem is, is that the current state of things in the world and my working status is not, uh, let's say, employed. Um, (laughs) As of Tuesday, I won't be. So um, you just... You just tell Selena to give you, you know, uh, an early wedding present. There we go. Fixed. I fixed it for you. <laughs> Still got to pay for that, too. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know, but I do. There's some good stuff that they showed. And let's just uh, let's just get into it. So first game. Okay. First game. Let's, let's jump go. into it. Let's yeah. go. It, perfect. Half hour mark. We just reached it. Let's jump into it. <laughs> um 
in our household, we have been talking about when should we get this because I've been, as I just mentioned, you know, a little bit under. Let's not jump into it too early, uh, but then this reveal happened, and one game particular jumped out at us, which is Spider-Man Miles Morales. When we, when I heard this came out, I went straight to Peter uh, and said, "Hey, I know exactly when we're getting it this time around. We're getting it at Christmas this year because that's when the new Spider-Man game is out." And she was also like, oh, "The new Spider-Man game," and hands above the head, and we're having a small <laughs> Spider-Man party because we just loved the first. Both of us both uh, loved the first game so much. Uh, I loved playing it. She loved. Uh, watching it um mm-hmm. she this type of games is not something she really likes playing herself she has played a little bit but it's not really her jam but she she loves spider-man so much that you know it's fine just watching the story and while i'm playing it and stuff like that so uh that kind of made set the date for us that's the latest when we're getting it uh we're getting it when the spider-man comes out hopefully there will be maybe maybe there's even like you know a playstation spider-man bundle who knows then if there is then that's probably the one that i'm getting uh yeah spider-man miles morales it had a little bit of uh a little bit of confusion that associated with it because people didn't know initially is this a whole new spider-man game is this just an expansion to the game and mm. the developers did not help out at first either because they just said something that was a bit confusing i guess it was just with their wording but this is indeed a standalone mm. game uh, which is which is awesome i mean we saw in the base spider-man game if you didn't play it minor spoilers here but we saw the process of miles morales kind of uh getting his powers and how he goes about it so i'm very interested to see what approach this will take like is it going to be um like are there going to be two spider-mans roaming around is each one are they going to split the city in half (laughs) (laughs) you take that half i'll take this half um i think that miles Morales, at least from the bits that I've seen, is really cool as a character and it's diversity, right? Like, finally, mm. we get some diversity in our superhero games. We don't really see that too much. Like, Miles Morales is actually a Spider Man within the universe. And if you saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse, he of was course, like the. Of course, we did. <laughs> yes, if you didn't see it, you need to go see it. It's an awesome movie. Um, but he was one of the main ones there so i am interested to play it and i'm sure that it'll play just like the other one and that is nothing but good mm. so really excited for it um me me too i mean even just just to just again highlight how big we are on the spider-man in here you know <laughs> the theme on our playstation 4 the theme you can download uh, how yeah. the screen looks that's spider-man it has spider-man noises when you're clicking around stuff like that and yeah that's Let's see, minus seven. Uh, the rebate. <laughs> uh, speaking of sevens, I'll jump mm-hmm. into the next game here. This may not work for everybody, and truthfully, for me, it's hit or miss too. But I always like to pick these games up. I do have a little bit of a racing game fan within me, and I like racing mm-hmm. games. And while I do stray more towards arcade racing games, when it comes to sim racing games, the one that I always tend to lean towards is Gran Turismo and we got Mm. the reveal of Gran Turismo 7 which always it always likes to kind of show the power of the system that it's on and Mm. I remember back when Gran Turismo 4 came out on the PlayStation 2 
And I played that. That was the first one that I put a whole bunch of time into. And I was like, holy moly, what is this? Look at the graphics. It looks so good. Mm. And this seems to be continuing that. Now, nowadays, we have a lot more simulation games to choose from in terms of the racing front, right? Uh, you got a whole bunch of other things. But for one, I'm excited to see what they're going to do at Gran Turismo 7. I might buy it, see what's going on there. Um, it's not like high, high on the list, but it is definitely something that I'm interested in. Yeah, the thing is that you know, I, I used to like racing games ages ago, and I don't know what happened. I, maybe I just haven't found the one game yet. I've never really, I have to also have to say that I haven't really any really played any of the Gran Turismo games. Um, but I remember that one of the few that I played a lot was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the crap out of that game i played it so much i, I love the whole fact that you back in in that game you could, you could play both of as just racers to where you needed to obviously race and also you know get away from the police but you could also play as the police mm-hmm. we need to, to to catch these these and i just i just love that game so much I, i've played it so much um but that being said i have tried some of the different need for speed games not all of them obviously but a few here and there and i, I just feel like a lot of them have just been missed with me and i and um, I'm, I'm, I actually, because the Steam Summer Sale is on right now, I actually looked at the new, um, uh, because the newest uh, Need for Speed installment called Heat is mm-hmm. actually twenty twenty five percent off, something like that at the moment. Um, and I was like, uh, and it, it came out this month. It's like twenty days ago it came to, came mm-hmm. out. Um, and I was like, I, I was looking at, it, I was like, should I just should I try it? Should I? finally get another uh, racing game because I I, I I just felt like racing game it's a long time mm-hmm. I, I need a good one but uh, I read some reviews and I'm not really co- you know convinced yet I don't know um, I would love to see to see a racing game maybe Gran Turismo 7 can be the one that brings me back I don't know um, um, so but I'm, I'm I don't I don't know if I'll get Gran Turismo 7 but uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it um, yeah, one thing that started losing me in terms of the racing game scene was it seemed like every game, especially Need for Speed, was now based in a city, right? Mm. Um, like you mentioned, Grant, uh, not Grand Street, sorry, you mentioned Hot Pursuit. And it was mm. like you were on like these country roads or along cliff lines and racing through the forest. And it was really cool to be a part of like this, this big scenery and the chase scenes. And then it happened that like Need for Speed Underground happened and it kind of shifted the scene. And while I liked the first Need for Speed Underground, mm. racing games really lost me when they started doing open world. Yeah. Um, that's not what I want in a racing game personally. I don't want that. I like the idea, I think. I think I like the idea, but I just haven't, at least nothing, nothing that I've tried that's actually mm. been good. Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing. But actually, fun fact, because you said that, you know, it's country roads and stuff like that in some of the original Need for Speed games. Fun fact is that I'm pretty sure that Need for Speed Hot Pursuit has something that is modeled after um, Austria. Mm. Because I went to Austria this year on, on a holiday right before the corona thing broke out and all of a sudden we were driving through these uh, uh, mountain roads and stuff and I'm like okay this looks really very familiar <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken around this corner up here that will be like a tunnel like this where with pillars and stuff at the side and sure behold, <laughs> it was there and I was like holy crap this is like 
Need for Speed or something. I, th- I, I believe it's Need for Speed. It has to be because it's one of the few racing games that I actually really played a lot. So I was like, I've, I've been here before. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, they do those tracks that are like locations and things like that. So um, that's really cool. Uh, mm. Do you want to go into one of your top ones or do you want me to go into it? Because sure. I have a little bit of a longer list. I mean, I can I can pick uh, I can pick one really quickly that we don't okay. have to dwell too much about okay. because I'm I'm looking forward to this game, but I'm not necessarily getting it for PlayStation Five. I have to admit, but I'm I'm looking forward to the game. Okay, uh, and it's it's Hitman Three. It's probably not a big surprise now that I revealed all that information to you. But Hitman Three, <laughs> they announced that it's coming out uh, in the beginning of next year, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. uh, and actually just got updated today that you know. I even think we talked about it on this show that you know that that the uh, achievements that you unlocked and stuff like that doesn't carry over between Hitman One and Hitman Two. The the developers just came out and said today that uh, it will carry over from Hitman cool. Two to Hitman Three. So that's that's cool. That's good news. It's a very tiny small detail that has nothing to do with the game overall, but it's just <laughs> something we were like, you know what? I spent so much time on it, so it would be nice if it, if it actually carried over, and it will. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this game, but I'm. I know that it's a PlayStation 5 conversation that we're having and I'm probably not getting it on PlayStation 5. I think I want to play this on on, on the PC like because I've played the other two mm-hmm. on PC and I have all my progress over here and I, to be honest, I think that game I actually want to play it with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the culmination of this newer trilogy, if I'm correct. Yes, um, yeah, so. apparently it's a trilogy. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the conclusion. I mean, they have hinted at that, you know, it, it's a continuous story and, you know, that's the stuff that carries over. And, and actually the, the ending of the sequel without spoiling it is a sort of like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Let's see what happens next. So cool. so yeah, I'm looking forward to this game, um, but I will be playing it on PC. Sorry, Sony. All right, and I will bring it back to a game that you will probably only be able to play on PlayStation, um, which is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Now, did you ever play any of the Ratchet and Clank games? Like, do you like them? I think I tried one of them a little bit because, uh, long story short, I by accident bought PlayStation Now. Uh, <laughs> I and, was there. <laughs> yeah, you were there. Uh, and I, I think I think it was one of the few titles that I actually tried out. Um, but I think it was like an older game, so I, mm-hmm. it was something like, yeah, it's 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 all right. I'll I'll, I'll move on now to something else. Uh, but I have to say that I, I've seen the trailer. I've seen some of the, the stuff that they from from the show, and it looks. pretty pretty cool so it might be something that i'm that that i'll check out it, it's on my list it's on my list let's see if i get time to, to look at it i'm a fan of ratchet and clank games i like ratchet and clank when the playstation 2 came out um ratchet and clank was kind of the game that was like hey we still like platform games mm-hmm. we still like 3d adventure games um and i still like those games like those are the games i grew up playing you know like the mario 64s and things like that donkey kong 64 a lot of nintendo stuff and ratchet and clank was kind of their appeal to that crowd like hey we still support this but it still had a bit of a more uh it it had a lot of goofiness going on and Mm. i still like that but what was really interesting is that this game is almost a showpiece for the technology of the PlayStation 5's SSD that they're taking advantage of. In the <laughs> sense of, for those who don't know, the SSD on the PlayStation is supposed to be a pretty advanced SSD in the way that it processes things. Not necessarily like its storage or its speed, but how it processes things. And mm. what we saw here was things suddenly, your entire screen shifting 
in what was being loaded and presented to you. So you're running through a forest and all of a sudden this rift opens up and you fall through the rift and there's no, there's no like, oh, I'm falling for a long time while the scene slowly changes. It Mm. was you fall and you're immediately into a whole different area that it's seamlessly loading. And it was very impressive technically to see all of these different things going on. And of course, Ratchet and Clank is always filled with crazy weapons. And the biggest <laughs> one that people always remember is like the disco ball where you shoot it up and every all the enemies start dancing on screen and stuff. So I'm looking forward to what may come with that. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a game where I'm like, uh, I'll keep an eye on it. I haven't really played any of the older ones, so I, I don't have any attachment to it. But it looks really cool. And I don't know. It's just one of those games I've always known about it that, and that it's there. I've just never jumped into it because, you know, there's so many games and mm-hmm. you, you just don't have time to play them all. So it's one of those games. It's on my list. Let's see when we get a, when I actually get the PlayStation 5 and, and, and how everything turns out if I actually mm-hmm. manage to jump into the game as well. But it's on the list. Uh, there are two more adventure games that we saw mm-hmm. a little bit of that I'm interested in. One is Project Athea. which is pretty interesting it looks almost like my first thought was like a star wars style game um like she's running around on this mountaintop jumping but she has like some forest powers almost where um instead of like just attacking an enemy she summons like these giant tree roots and kind of like brings the enemy into the ground almost like the uh what is it the cinematic in world of warcraft where Malfurion does that to the to the troll or whatever. I thought that mm. was really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing what that is. And then along the lines of a little bit more cartoony is Ken Bridge of Spirits, which looks to be along the same lines as an adventure game. Uh, mm. This little staff and everything that goes with it. I thought that was pretty cool too. And before we get into yours, because I'm trying to just get through some of the other ones. Uh, I just want to add that, you know, uh, 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 the Project Athea uh, looked really cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I had to quickly Google it because I, the, I, I don't know, the name just didn't There's stick so many, with me. There were so there much so things games. coming at us at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now that I quickly saw the screenshots, I, I remember it now. And I was like, this actually looked really interesting. It's 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 most likely something that I would like to 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 check out as well. It's definitely high on 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 the list over here. Mm-hmm. Now I know that you like stealth games. Mm-hmm. Did you play Dishonored? No, I think if I remember correctly, I think I bought it and wasn't really impressed with it and sold it again to a friend. Because <laughs> a lot um, of people like Dishonored. Um, yeah, and. We it's saw a first game. person though, isn't it? If I remember yes, correctly, yes, yes, yeah. first person. And I, and I think that's I like stealth game, but I don't like for some reason I don't like first person stealth games that okay. much because it just I think I like the third person view better because you can actually you know turn the camera around and and you have a little bit more uh, you could see visibility. Yeah, stuff like that, where first person get can can mm-hmm. get a little bit more uh, difficult. I mean, not it, some games does it really well. There's games where the, not necessarily like 100% stealth games, but there is something, some games that have worked uh, quite well. So I don't know. I think also have to admit that I think Dishonored is also a game that I didn't give too big of a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I just tried it out, didn't really like what I was seeing, and then just uh, uh, 
one of my friends wanted to buy it and I was like yeah you can buy it I, I probably won't jump back into it so um, yeah that's that it might it, I, I might actually like it if, if I gave it a chance I don't know mm-hmm. okay um, well the same team is coming up with a game called Deathloop which looks mm-hmm. very much like Dishonored but it is more of a futuristic style game and it's like if I guess from the look of it it looked almost like you have a mission and if you fail that mission then you like go all the way back to the start and it's like a death loop like oh you died so now you start it over um yeah it's the groundhog day uh yeah uh, game like uh you don't get to progress because your destiny is that you have to complete that mission type deal um Mm. i thought it looked interesting the only problem that i have is that it's a bethesda game and Mm. um for those who know me you know that when it comes to bethesda games not an uh, issue yeah, Bethesda has a has a good track record, doesn't don't they? Um, they have a large fan base. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say they have a good track record because <laughs> their games are notoriously buggy. And to me, I don't stand behind a company that waits for its community to mod the game to fix it and make it better. Um, I think it's great that they have the tools available for people to do such things. I think that aspect is good, but at the same time. Uh, fix your damn games yourself give us a game that is like good <laughs> from the start not everyone has to fill it out for you yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't know something's happening uh, uh, uh here in, in the apartment um <laughs> i sorry what, what did i want yeah i mean it, it look it looks pretty cool uh I, I think i have the same worry as you that it's just a bethesda game um uh, so so let's let's um Let's see how how it turns out, but but no, it definitely piqued my interest as well. So it, it's on there, but it's probably not going to be. I think it's one of those games. Well, I'll, I'll wait a little bit, see the review, see how it turns out, because you know it's Bethesda. Yep. Um, <laughs> but if, if it's good, if people enjoy it, then I will I will check it out. All right, so let's get to your last one. Okay, uh, you have one more, and I have a few more that I can touch on after that. Yeah, as I we already quickly touched upon, uh, I saw Horizon Forbidden West the trailer, uh, and was like, that's why I actually went back and and wanted to finish up Horizon Show Dawn. So this looks. I mean, I think the trailer didn't really give too much array, uh, away. Didn't really tell much of the story. What we're going mm-hmm. to to see too much about, um, which is probably probably I don't know too early anyway. Uh, but but I mean, I really 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 enjoyed the. The world and 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 how the game played um, in the first first one. So I was like, I'm really looking forward to this. And and you know, that that particular game prompted me to go back and finish up the story. So and now that I actually finished the story, now I'm even more intrigued. And I'm like, I'm really looking forward to see where they can take uh, take the, uh, the, uh, the 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 second game. I mean, there is there is one big thing happening at right at the end of the game that sort of you know uh you know an open really open-ended uh, endings so to speak um something new could definitely happen uh and i hope i mean obviously that is that thing that's happening i'm not spoiling it uh obviously that will probably we'll probably see more about that in in the second game but i do mm-hmm. hope that they also add something else i don't hope that's the sole thing um because that would probably be a little bit i don't know boring maybe i, I would <laughs> it would be nice if there's something else in store for us as well um because i really i really really enjoyed the first game and really enjoyed the the, the world that they built so it's really right. cool um yeah the game's called horizon forbidden west Mm-hmm. Which is um, 
it's pretty interesting that a uh, pretty interesting title. I think if I'm correct, the the game is set in the United States. Yes. Um, the first one. I think it's set um in like Colorado or something like that, or was it Connecticut? It was a C. It was a C somewhere in there. Um, I'm 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 not completely sure where it takes place okay. in, in so in take the that US. bit with a grain of salt. But I know that mm-hmm. it takes place, I think, somewhere like mid or east side of the United States. And mm-hmm. I do think that it's pretty cool that like even in this world, like there's like this. Uh, this fascination or at least an exploration that still needs to be done of the West. And right Mm. now it's the forbidden West. So Mm. I think it's a pretty interesting mirror of almost like the discovery of different, Mm. let me not say discovery that that can be taken the wrong way. Um, I understand that the United States was founded before we got here. Um, Okay. (laughs) We're not going to get into that, but the expansion westward by, by the colonists let's go there um i yeah. think that's cool that this is kind of mirroring that yeah 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 and and i also again i, I really don't want to spoil this game if, if you haven't finished it yet because that's this it's really interesting what, what's actually going on in the world but uh, they can also the thing is that they can take liberties mm-hmm. uh because the world Let's just say the world has changed. The, the something stuff has happened in the world. The world has changed. So, you know, the, the land masses that we know today isn't necessarily where they are uh, anymore, or maybe they're underwater, stuff like that. So they can take a lot of liberties. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it, it is really interesting to see where where they're going with it. And and I mean, they could. Put, I mean, I hope that you know, maybe in the in the third installment, they finally she'll finally the, the main character will finally make it to Denmark. That would be really interesting to see. I think like a lot Kratos of people. Just killing everything <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people i know is you know is looking forward to that so so i don't i don't fully understand why they didn't you know brought uh denmark in, into the sequel here but that's fine we'll wait for the third one uh it, it, it's yeah it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> on that note we have just a few games left that i want to kind of touch on we're not touching on every game okay this isn't like there's no bug snacks here okay we're not talking about bug snacks but a game that i am interested in is sack boy a big adventure now on the playstation 3 one of my favorite games which was surprising was little big planet (laughs) i loved little big planet and just this you're running around as like a little little sack boy. That's what he's called. And it's like a little stuffed puppet type deal. And you're running around. He's zippered up. And you can have a friend with you. And you're just going on this adventure to collect things like stickers and all this stuff. And it had a, yeah. an amazing sense of humor. It was so lighthearted. And there was so there were mechanics buried inside of it that just made it like as you went on you could get so much more out of it than simply jumping and collecting like it was a decent platform game and now he's getting Mm. more of like a mario adventure yeah and and just to add to that you can also build your own levels which Mm -hmm. uh, was hella difficult but it was good fun (laughs) um but no i actually i I quite enjoyed uh, a little bit a little bit planet but i never really played it enough uh I, i think i one of the the, the 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 strengths of the game was that you could play multiple people, and I think it actually improved if you were multiple people. Uh, but I didn't really know a lot of people at the time that actually had the PlayStation Four and wanted to play it. Um, and uh, and and in recent time, mm-hmm. I tried to get my girlfriend into it, didn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> so so yeah, I mean. 
again, sacked by a big adventure. It, it's definitely something I have my eyes eyes on, and it would be awesome to 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 maybe team up. I don't know if you can play multiplayer in this one as well, but if you can, I, I think it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, to 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 jump into it and then see how it plays. Definitely. Um, also, one of my favorite things we talked about racing games earlier, mm-hmm. but if you were playing playstation one games and even the playstation 2 and i think one came out on the playstation 3 as well one of my favorite things is vehicular combat now mm. some people like like me like twisted metal i love the twisted metal games and the dark tone that they had some people like uh games like carmageddon mm-hmm. um i personally am a fan of the game Destruction All-Stars, which is a game that's coming out that seems to be along the lines of a twisted metal-ish, but it's done in this animated style that is reminiscent of... uh, Some people said, like, oh, it's like Fortnite, but with vehicles. And I'm like, you're just looking at the art style. I think that it seems more of like a vehicular combat game. Um, and if you get knocked out of your vehicle, then you have a weapon and you're shooting at the other vehicles that are still trying to kill you. I don't exactly know how it's going to to work, but it seems pretty interesting to me. And I'm excited for Destruction All-Stars. Um, I was just thinking that when knocked out of the vehicles and stuff, isn't Titanfall in that category as well, where you actually jump into a Titanfall, but you can also get knocked out of it? Or I've never played it, so I'm not completely sure, but I feel um, like... Yeah, it's that's... something like that. It's something like mm. that. Like, uh, you, the thing with Titanfall is you're still perfectly able to handle stuff. It's uh, it's a first-person shooter game, and jump in the mechs, and you fight uh, the mechs are these giant, huge things, and there are missions that you have to do without the mech, and there are missions that you do with the mech, so... Mm. But no, it definitely one of my favorite games was was actually Carmageddon. I remember that I played it so much, and I've I've I admit it, I've killed so many people in the most horrible <laughs> ways, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I also have to disclaimer that I don't do that kind of stuff in real life. I I know the difference. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, Destruction All Stars. Uh, I might check it out. I might check it out, especially if, if you make a good review of my uh, of it, Michael. Then I'll, I'll right. definitely jump into it. So. <laughs> All right, another uh, PlayStation Classic game, which uh, with a PlayStation character. It's been a while. Um, Oddworld, Soulstorm. Yes. Um, Oddworld initially, I think, appeared on the uh, PlayStation One with Oddworld: Abe's Odyssey, and it's a two D uh, game in the style of like the old Prince of Persia. Mm. It's not necessarily like a platformer. It's more of like a point and click style thing where you're doing things. And uh, this one seems more of like, I don't know if you've seen uh, the old game Lemmings, where you're trying to get these little guys to wherever they're going without getting them killed. This yes. thing kind of seems that along those lines. So, and it has that odd world humor and it just seems to be a good time. I love the odd world world and I mm. love the characters and the humor that they bring to it. I played a lot of Lemmings. <laughs> I might play a lot of this. <laughs> All right, and I, I, I just love I, I love something like like uh, Lemmings. You know, something where you need to you know think a little bit, be a little bit tactical about what you're doing. I mean, it's right down my alley, so mm-hmm. I, I I won't rule Art World out, Soulstorm out. Um, it I, I think it's on my list. 
but I think I, I need to, to see a little bit more of it uh, when, we get, when we get a little bit closer, but uh, it, it intrigues me, let's just put that there. All right. And the last game, which is probably my personal favorite reveal. Uh, we have new games galore, but what am I excited about? I am excited about the Demon Souls remake slash remaster that they, excuse me, that they revealed. Holy moly, it looks so good, at least visually. For those who don't know, Demon Souls was the first game in the Souls series, and it was released on the PlayStation 3. The thing that sets Demon's Souls apart from games like Dark Souls is that it was not cross-platform, and everyone was still wanting it to be cross-platform once the the Dark Souls game started gaining traction. It's almost like Bloodborne, where Bloodborne is not cross-platform. It was uh, put out through the same group to Bandai Namco, but it was like produced by Sony or something like that. So they had the rights to it. And now we are getting like this remaster, but it looks like, oh, I, I was so excited when I saw it. And that dragon at the end, like just the way that it's presented is so freaking cool. If you've never played Demon Souls, like, yes, it's rough around the edges. And oh my God, it's a bitch to get through. But it is so much fun. And I cannot wait for this game. I will be playing this game. To me, I am one of the few people that this is probably a system seller for me. Um, I can't say that I'm with you on this one, Michael. I have to admit, I don't. I think this is one of those games that will risk the health of my controllers and me personally as well. So, um, this is probably one of those games that I will take a big circle around it and be like, yep, uh, it's there. I acknowledge you're there. Uh, but if I just like in horror movies look the other way, uh, I'll, I'll probably be safe. <laughs> I'm so excited for this game. I can't. It's it's one that I'm looking forward to. So I think I think that's kind of where we're at now in terms of PlayStation 5 and the hype. There's still like I said, there's plenty of games and there mm-hmm. are things that looked intriguing, but they weren't there wasn't like no gameplay. Um it was just kind of like a flashes of what might happen or you just weren't there wasn't enough mm. there to really kind of like pop out and be like, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. There's a lot of stuff that came out from from this event, and it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little bit more. I, I hope that it feels like Sony. I don't. I can't speak anymore. It's it's, it's getting late. Let's just get out of here. No, I feel <laughs> like uh, Sony learned from the PlayStation Four release that they actually it, it would be a good idea to actually have something to come, uh, you know, be released together mm-hmm. uh, with the new with the new platform. And it really feels like that. Uh, I mean, obviously, some of these titles is not straight from launch and stuff like. That, but it, it really does feel like there's a lot in pipeline, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to, and you know, I, I, I'm starting to feel the hype. I'm starting to to slowly get on, on board on that hype train, you know, shoveling coal into the engine, and it's getting faster <laughs> well, and you're faster. Weird. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's it's the it's the new coal train. <laughs> it's it's the the pinnacle of of engines. It's a steam <laughs> engine, and. Uh, it won't uh, get no, any I'm better not... than this. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so no. I'm starting to get on board on the high train. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to to, to the, this new era of uh, the next chapter of the PlayStation and the consoles in general. So, yep. um, yeah, excited. Exciting time to be a gamer that enjoys multiple platforms for their gaming needs. Mm. And if you 
are one of those people that are excited for the PlayStation 5 or even the Xbox, let us know. You can do so by checking out our website over at twonerdsmaybemore.com. You can email the show at twonerdsmaybemore at gmail.com. Or you can find us over on Twitter at twonerdsmaybemore with the number two. Or if you'd like to interact with uh, mainly me personally, um, you can always hop into my Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash acidtears111. Next week, I will be streaming pretty much every day. Uh, right now there's a straw poll going on but by the time you hear this episode it will already be over but as of right now for some reason what a tease (laughs) for something that's too late for some reason resident evil 7 is in the lead for the next game that i'm gonna stream i was not expecting that Um, i I did what i could to to get you to stream something (laughs) else so Um, don't blame me and then friday the new season four diablo comes out Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely jump in there and follow me if you want to check out Diablo stuff because I will be streaming it day one. And then next week, Monday, we start our adventure with the group. So that should be pretty, pretty fun to jump into. Other than that, Marty, do you have anything else? Um, I don't know. Let's see. What's what's wrong with the world today? Where to to Uh, start? We don't have enough time. So (laughs) uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you all in the next episode, which will be episode 20. So... Take care, and we'll see you guys later. Laters. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.